The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, New World Comics, Speeding Bullet Comics, All-Star Comics, Amazing Action Comics, Luton XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, and Commonplace Books, with more locations coming soon. You can find out more at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 128 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. I'm Devin Green. I'm Nikki Robinson. And I'm Joshua Unruh. The Tower Theater in Oklahoma City is getting us all ready for Ready Player One, with three different movies and four different movies and discussion of said movies. This Monday, the Tower Theater is showing Iron Giant. Here to talk about it is Harold Story from Toons Toons and Steven Tyler from the Tower Theater. Guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. And now, we're, this is all a month-long March Madness. Last week, we had the Blade Runners. Blade, yes. The Blade Runners. Blade Runner. Yeah, what are you, from. casual? Um, and <laughs> yes. Filthy <laughs> casual. <laughs> Um, and uh, next week, it's actually going to be the Okie Geek Podcast be doing Big Trouble in Little China. But first, before that, we have Iron Giant. Now, why? Now, I got to say, I have to admit, I have not seen Iron Giant. What? Because what? It, it's got my husband understand. in it. We'll remedy that. This is this it is. It's Vin Diesel. Well, you need to get. <laughs> How you have get you not right seen his entire It came out in the, the the mid to late eighties. The best. Is, oh, okay. So right, the movie the came out ninety nine. Yeah, I think so. Ninety eight or ninety nine. Ninety eight or ninety nine. See, that's when I was not really watching animated stuff in the the the, the movie theaters. The so best line Vin Diesel does is go. He goes. What family? Oh, but. But I so I have not seen it yet. Um, but why Iron Giant? Uh, it was just, it was just one that was you know so ingrained in the so many of us from that time. And I um, called my little brother Hog Hug for like <laughs> three years. That's pretty. I love the fact that so many jokes I don't get. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's just one that you know. There's so many people that have seen it. Cartoon Network did a thing, and I kind of mentioned it in our promo, but. They did a thing where they showed it for 24 hours straight one time. And mm-hmm. so wow. if you'd never seen it at any point in, <laughs> in time that you tuned in the Cartoon Tune Network that day, over, like you'd see yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, It's like the Christmas story during Christmas where they do yeah. the 24 hours. And it's, yeah, it's like, not oh, hard to find. I'm going to watch this um, again. So it's one of those things where I, I just haven't watched it not because... It's just, I haven't because you're a heartless monster. It's fun. Yeah. It's, right. it's, yeah. it's okay. You yeah. don't like sweet cinnamon yeah, things. No, so no, okay. not, not throwing fine. shade at it. Just simply I have not done it and and of course that there's a list a mile long of movies yeah. that i've just i bet you haven't seen the triple x trilogy either oh snap when, it's the, on when the avalanche comes anyway, down and doesn't matter snowboard vin diesel, oh, vin diesel. Vin diesel jokes. i was real confused <laughs> my, for a minute. my husband vin diesel but it's the vin diesel i knew it, i knew I what they were talking about we got yes, to be confused right. with our, uh, our boyfriend they're Tom so good Hardy. yeah yeah true story. not yeah. doing it yeah. We're not going down this rabbit hole. Anyway, we're not. It's on Iron Giant. <laughs> because it all ends in a Bane impression, and it's the best. Not so, doing for, it. so for those who've never watched Iron Giant, tell us why they should, for the tiny, tiny sliver of heartless <laughs> monsters in the world. That happens. Yeah. Why should they come out to see the Iron Giant? I think it's that? just like that, the good, wholesome story. You know, it's like it the guy, really the kid that's the outsider, and he finally finds something. And there's so much to be learned from that movie. And he finds himself. Movie. You know? And he finds himself. It's true. It's, it's instructive. True. My but. Yeah, it's just like that 
that quintessential story of like coming of age and mm-hmm. you know being feeling like you're an outcast and finally connecting with something and, it, and there, that there, being there's Vin so Diesel. many struggles that this kid goes through like he's very smart and so he's got to move up a grade in class and he's like if they would just do the homework then they could move up a grade and they could get bullied too and like you I think everyone has had that experience in some fashion where like they're really good at something and then they get persecuted for it and so like that was the first time as a kid where I was like oh I'm not alone. Yeah. Because I was and that's really what fiction is so, for. So, you know, I didn't have a lot to pe- of people to identify with. And that Iron Giant was one of my This is going to touch me in ways that I movies. didn't really expect. Like, yeah. I'm having feels right now. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you get <laughs> for, so for many you. Feels. That's what Iron Giant does to you. It's, it's serious. Unless it's you're a heartless monster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a sneak attack. Like, it really is. I'm going to watch this right now. When did it come out? 99? It's so good. So my parents divorced around then. See? And so I had a lot. I had a individual, a man, step in as a father figure for me. And so, like, you kind of have that in the movie, too. it's true. With with Dean and, you know, he kind of. Oh, my gosh. Like, quite unexpectedly, Iron Giant's like your friggin' vision quest. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I'm (laughs) saying. And so, like, I'm super. And still trying to maintain some snark. Like, yeah. Dude. Seriously, that's like, beautiful. There, there are so many things in that movie, and just like underlying little oh, and this too, and this too, and this too. Yeah, and, and then two. when you persevere through all of that, yes. you get rewarded by finding this giant, giant robot, robot, which so every you kid turn into your pet, basically. Clearly, right. I mean, obviously, yes. Iron Giant had intelligence, and, and also you get great. There's definite wish fulfillment there. Yeah. Whenever like someone's like questioning you, and you're like, it's art. Which is one of the best quotes in Iron Giant. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, Just the I, endless Iron Giant life lessons <laughs> via Nikki. Yes. So I think everybody should be sold at this point. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's See, wish ni- fulfillment. See, 1999, I, I, was, I was 30 years old hanging out with your husband. Devin, I know. So I, 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 I wasn't going to say anything about it on air, but I'm I like, was, I know what you were doing. I, oh, my God. Because I know yeah. what my husband it was, was doing. It was the 90s. And we were, and my husband I don't was not my husband then. I was 12. But I knew him. Yeah. I don't remember much of the 90s. I mean, that really makes sense. literally the perfect age. Yeah. So He contributed to a lot of delinquency. Just saying. Mine as well. But yeah, we all I, turned out okay. But it is I that's I think the the Ready Player One really tried to tries to reach into a lot of that eighties nostalgia. But the Iron Giant is in the trailer for yeah. the and so I think um it's Spielberg's way of uh taking the book and not only using the eighties nostalgia, but I but of course there's an entire generation nineties who are nineties yeah. uh, nostalgia. And yeah. so again, for me, anything from the 90s I don't remember it so <laughs> <laughs> no memory of the 90s anyway. especially so late, was late 90s yeah. man one of the things if you were working in a Ready Player One trailer that I was like Iron Giant's in it see, see and it. I'm the one who Kevin was like you didn't notice the Iron Giant it's it's kinda, like, because you see yeah. the glowy and eyes and, like, and you're just I, I was, was like, stuck oh on dancing on the ceiling God. like I was stuck right at yeah. that because that it's not in the book it, no, it does, I mean the no. book stays really firmly entrenched yeah. into eighties. Yeah, it makes me nostalgia. wonder. But, what but yeah, Kevin is like, change. yeah, Iron Giant's super in that. Anime, year. and I was like, okay. Oh, if there's anime in that, I'm just going. Well, lose I think my I mind. think there's going to be a little bit more. Oh, there's That's anime. I think, I think I mean, he, he you does. You can see it in the theater. Yeah. Or, uh, in the, the trailer. The trailer. motorcycle they're on is like yeah. this weird hybrid of a Tron light cycle right. and the Akira motorcycle. Oh. Yes, it is. I love Akira. I think I want a Robotech motorcycle though. That's what I really shout out to Robotech. Yeah, even more than the Akira motorcycle. I like. I like the whole beggars choosers thing well, here yeah. like you know 
I don't really want the Tron motorcycle. Like, I'm just being honest. <laughs> I love the light cycle. Yeah. It was just great. That I'm light just, cycle. I'm just laying it on that the light line. cycle. I, is dope. I still want that stupid frisbee, man. Robotech ride. <laughs> Your little Xena. Yeah, Xena light thing. Yes. Yes. Anyway, one of the things I, I've noticed about the trailer, though, is I was thinking about this a lot because you t- you mentioned about things that were changed from the book to the movie. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. Is I mean, the first big thing that came out that a lot of us around here felt a little sting of yeah, was the shift the, from Oklahoma City to Columbus. Yeah. But if you really think about that from a filmmaking perspective, that journey between those two places, it doesn't that's what really Devin matter. Thank you. Yeah. 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 We were discussing that Columbus last week. Columbus is Spielberg's hometown. Yep. Yeah. So it's like not only did he like make what feels like a smart filmmaking decision, so mm-hmm. that now we a have time less, saver. less things now to worry about. Now it's nostalgic for And him now it's also well. embedding him into it. And I think... I started thinking about that in the trailer because there's a lot of things in the trailer that aren't in the book. This race. Yeah. There's well, nothing they, about a race. Like, it seems like they're, the they're being more physical because in the book, when you go into the virtual world, you're stuck in a van or you're right. stuck, you're in a, or, or they've actually made machines for you to move around in. But it looks like they're actually moving around in physical space. Yeah. So, yeah. but well, I, I, that, to me, I understand that. Reading yeah. the book, I was like, this would be the the scenes where you're not in the virtual world would be very very boring. Yeah, yeah. and so Luckily, I think there's not you've got Steven Spielberg who's not going to make it very very boring. So I think he's added that to to add a little bit more of a spice to it. I think he's added a little '90s nostalgia to bring in another yeah. generation well, to well, it. Well, '90s nostalgia is unexpectedly marketable right now. Like yes. it pains me to know this, but nevertheless, Accurate. '80s nostalgia would not in, in the film. Would not be as marketable. Well, and that and like, iron let's roll the whole thing. But yeah. the whole the whole the two of them together, you've yes. got basically the entire. That's the money generation right now. Yes, is the X generation and the generation X and the millennials. That's right now is that's your money generation. Well, and if you read the book, the, what the Iron Giant is, you can tell in the trailer. You know what that robot is from the book, and it's not the Iron Giant. It's this obscure, like admittedly obscure Japanese anime robot that I don't even really remember. Yes, I do. I really don't. No, no, no. <laughs> no because I remember, I remember that thing in, in, in the book, too, and going, this... I have no idea what this and is. And he had to... That's which, right. which is, That was one of those situations where I said, people were like, well, I don't know if I can read Ready Player One because I don't have that much of an 80s yeah. nostalgia. I said, the beauty of the way the guy wrote it was that you don't have to know everything that he's talking about. He does a great job of explaining. Most people have never played Tomb of Horrors. I had it was fun to have right. that, yeah. but you didn't need to have yeah. played it. Tomb of you didn't need you. and and explore, you know, <laughs> you'd be, Ernest Klein does do a it. great job, but of it. but it, yeah, what what I loved about it you was the fact excluded. that when I got it to things like that giant robot, that I went obviously that's I don't know it, um, yeah. but I immediately went the way he described it, I knew what he was talking about. Right. So, but yeah, I, think, I can't remember. Was it Manzinger Z? Mm, no, I don't remember. That doesn't. That doesn't okay, remember. I can't, that was the one I thought it was. But I think it speaks again. The trailer is like. It feels like Spielberg knew he was going to change all these things, and that's like a real big, you know, common deal with people in books and movie adaptations. Yeah. Is, oh, they changed it and they ruined it. And I feel like and the trailer is him just going, "Here's a lot of things I changed right out of the gate, and I'm going to let you know." But stuff like that Iron Giant swap is, do we keep this big significant robot to the story that nobody really, yeah, twenty percent right. of the people identify right. with, or do or I, do you reach do out to a new generation? Do we tweak it to a new generation that now ninety percent of that generation knows about? And now mm-hmm. I've. Yeah. So I, I'm really like it still keeps excited true about to the this story, because... but it well, and that, that is exactly it is it is true to the story of the idea right. that it's all about nostalgia. Um, and and remember again, Ready Player One was written I think what 10, 15 years ago. It was two thousand yeah, like, ten years it was ago, like two thousand seven. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. So so you still have that eighties nostalgia. 
Iron Giant had only been eight years old. So that's not nostalgia. Now right. it really is. Ten years later, it's been almost 20 years. You know, so, yeah, I, I, I completely understand it. And I, you know, changing, you're going to change the book from the movie. It's going to change. Uh, they, sometimes you can do it well, uh, like Princess Bride. Sometimes you can do it well. Sometimes or you can do better. it horribly, like The Dark Tower. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, we're just, it's so funny. All my king walks that I'm friends with, we're just all not. Did you hear they're doing a series? Amazon Prime. It's on. Is doing, it's on. It's up. It's called Castle Rock. I don't. I don't. I don't have. I don't have feels Fraggle left Rock. over to have feels about that yet. <laughs> well, I, I, I kept on thinking so the book. The book I will get there. Been, the it's book like should have been a series in the first place. Fraggle Rock. Yeah. Whatever. It never it been a shouldn't movie. have happened. Seven. But seven massive, huge books. Yeah. No. Make Fraggle them into a series. Awesome. Yeah. And every book, be, do a Game of Thrones thing. Every book, you do an entire. You know, ten to twelve to thirteen hour series. No, one hundred percent agree. I'm also headcanoning Fraggle Rock Dark Tower mashup, and I'm like, Got that would be weirdly Fraggle good. Rock. I would I'd down be to Fraggle Rock. That. Well, they're all Seriously. awfuls and need to be shot by a good person. <laughs> and then you, what? Have wait, what? <laughs> Fraggles? They're monsters. What is your problem with oh, Fraggles? They're moral monsters. I love. Are they? Yes. Oh my God, I'm so good at go do a dive into go, okay. this. I'm driving Del Reno this after this. I'm going to be on my phone the whole time. It's another episode. Yeah, okay, good Rewatch it. Monsters. I'm putting a pen. Fraggles <laughs> equals moral monsters. Moral monsters. Okay. Well, that's, no, Josh, that's like, why I love you. The thing going on that's like with Ready Player March yes. is that in addition to the film, there is some programming. Tell yes. us a little bit about what you guys are... Are you doing something after the film, Harold? Is that right? I am indeed. Tell me What's about that? that. Tell us uh, about the thing. <laughs> And so, yeah, I thought it'd be really cool. And, you know, we'd, we'd done this a little bit at the tower before. I know Caleb's done it um, after some of his pa- after some of his screenings. And so we're going to have a panel after the movie of, I, I wanted to get a good mix of people, maybe someone that, you know, was like a, seeing it for the first time that night. And then maybe someone, you know, like Brian Michael. Winkler. Yeah. That yeah. is uh, uh, very invested in the movie. And he's, yes. he's a friend of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He's our and buddy. so just the you know I just wanted to have a good mix of people you know still kind of locking down those last two pieces but mm-hmm. um, we definitely want to have like a discussion no, of me. like you know how how does Nikki, this affect Nikki, you at this point things like Nikki that. volunteers for tribute apparently <laughs> there you go I, I'm, I'm, if if there's a I mean no, if there's someone that's that it's accurate for, yes <laughs> that, this girl I, right here it's it's six thirty right doors open at six thirty. Um, uh, six, actually, six. I had six to o'clock. look at it. Yeah, okay. we're, yes. we're giving a little more time to get Good. people in. Uh, six o'clock doors open. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. Tickets. Yep. Good. Um, just basically going off what you know. So Monday, <laughs> March eleventh. That's just coming up Monday. Um, and twelfth, March twelfth. March twelfth. Oh, my math is wrong. That's right. Monday, Dude, March I didn't 12th. even know we were in March. So you're doing. You're ahead of me. Because <laughs> every day is a hundred years. Oh, well, Seriously, March usually comes in like a lion. My, when you I don't can't, sleep, I can't they just all blend in. together. Just, you're right. It, it's yeah, been it just all of a sudden just switched over to March. So you're the the conversation is going to be more like emotional response to this to this movie kind of thing. I mean, yeah, I you mean have, it'll you be have somebody who's seeing for the first the panel, time. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, if I'm on the panel, I'm going to soapbox. There's not going to be a dry eye in the house. It's uh, the if you put, let me just warn you, uh, after this, if you put Nikki on the panel, it's going to become Nikki Robinson's Iron Giant. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Vin Diesel's going to call her up and be like, thank a you, vision Nikki. quest. <laughs> <laughs> How I, I survived, now I need this to happen. Yeah. It's more like I mean, how I, I survived a divorce, a memoir. I mean that in the best the way possible, giant. but clearly she's into the Iron thing. giant yeah, and all the feels. But yeah. Yeah. But we so all have that so thing. Who is, your, who is your person that you found to be the blank slate? Have you 
nailed that person down yet who has never seen this thing? Uh, no, still kind of looking. I think maybe my friend Casey, I've had him on my podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't think he's seen it. Um, and I, it was kind of like a funny thing too. Cause like, uh, originally I was trying to get a bunch of people that had like some sort of tie into robot, like, you know, Brian's robot yeah. house. Right. Yeah. Casey is, mm-hmm. uh, his Twitter handle just happens to be, uh, the awesome robot. There you go. And so I was like, well, <laughs> that'd be kind of funny. It'd be like, you know, kind of a nod to the iron giant kind of. You know, makes yeah. it a little bit more cohesive. Yeah, this but. makes me feel really bad because I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and Harold's being nice and hasn't referenced it yet. That I was supposed to be on his panel, and I agreed Aww. to be on his panel, <laughs> and then I realized I'm gonna be at South by. So, <gasps> oh yeah, and it sucks because I actually at one time uh, I used a name for something that I kind of put on a back burner for a while. That was Giant Sarcastic Robot. <laughs> oh, so good. Because I've been awesome. told that I'm I, that often in my life. I, I, I know it's going to suck that you're not there. You've been called. But you're going to be a South by. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it, yeah, it was like it, it was just funny. Like, like, like you it's hard to ever yeah. be mad at somebody. It's to be right. Oh, you're getting to go to okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, we both just hang forgot out that, in the yeah. newly announced Ready Player One virtual experience. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fine, Stephen. Oh, okay. rub it in a little more. I have one more thing. So. One? Iron Giant came more? out in 1999. My grandma passed away in 2000, so oh. that you stay. Oh, and she was your video game. Oh, guru. she was my video she was game like your guru. video game Jedi. And so the uh, we you all know stay this. no following line yeah. was just like <gasps> not to a, me dry as a child, anything. and it was just like there's layers here. To yeah, me. like she's making like, a hell of a play for that. <laughs> scene. I don't was such a big part of that time in my life so much was happening you know, my grandma died my parents were going through a divorce you know i was really coming into myself as because i was i'm very much the black sheep of my family and so like the iron giant was such a integral part of my identity at that time and so like I always tell people like video games and cartoons get a lot of flack for children if they can't, you know, learn anything from them. It's just bombardment. And really, I mean, I've told the story about my kids with video games several times on this podcast and that they've been able to learn and and expand in the real world because of their experiences in video games and their experiences through movies especially like miyazaki movies and disney movies especially Mm -hmm. the the ones where people actually put effort into the story and make characters and And heart which is definitely an iron giant yes yeah Yeah, there's a lot of heart in iron giant which is ironic since it's a robot movie but but tin man needs a heart yes and you know but iron giant was one of those movies that i just latched on to that and anastasia I don't know oh, why. Yeah. No, I don't. No, I, I don't want to. I don't want to speak for him. But I mean, I've known Brian Winkler for nigh twenty years at yeah. this point, and I know that very different place in his life. But I mean, he also had a very like like it's a very emotional experience mm-hmm. that film for him also in a similar way, but for completely different yeah. reasons because of the age gap. Yeah, it's there's there's a lot a there. remarkable amount going on. Mm-hmm. Which I wasn't expecting this podcast to take this turn. <laughs> uh, are, we, are we really ever? <laughs> but, but when we Nikki's fall down a rabbit hole like this? What's yeah. even speaking more to that about Iron Giant is Nikki's really only been talking about identifying with Hogarth. Yeah. Yeah. Like thinking about the Iron Giant itself as this giant advanced alien robot who this damage to his head causes mm-hmm. him to have a chance to start over. Yes. And he re- runs into this kid who's going through his own struggles and then he makes these decisions and you start to see that character develop. Like that's a huge deal too. Like yeah. mm-hmm. he could wipe 
wipes the whole entire planet, planet away out. by thinking about it. And identities, like new identities forged in community. I mean, like mm-hmm. this, you could, you know, sort of repackage this whole thing to be 100% applicable to, like, I mean, we were talking about this with, uh, with Blade Runner and Philip K. Dick, that he was so far ahead right. that he was talking about things that cyberpunk wasn't even talking about that we are now talking about. Like, the, yeah. you know, and man, if Iron Giant couldn't fit right into the, what does it mean to be human? What does it mean to be a person? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, how that, do you become that, one? That's yeah. where I'm arriving. I'm like, this was a solid choice. Solid choice. To follow up Blade Runner. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and that's the thing too, is that all of these, I mean, even getting into your own uh, choice of Big Trouble in Little China, and then also Monty Ponathone and Holy Grail, like these movies are rightfully cult classics. And Correct. what I've experienced at Tower was showing cult classic films is this weird, they always... People always find them at the weirdest times in their life, especially back in the day mm-hmm. when it was just like this movie randomly came on that channel at yeah. midnight and oh I happened gosh. to be up on that Tuesday night doing something. So um, true. And it, all of that is really what I think is awesome about when I was reading Ready Player One. I'd heard about the book for a long time. I just read it a couple months ago, so I was way behind the times, and that's why this whole thing kind of just happened all of a sudden. Because <laughs> I was reading it, and I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Burned through it in like two nights yeah. worth of reading. And then rewatched the trailers like 400 times just to look for everything and figure it all out. And then it was just like, oh, there's so much here. And then it was like, I have to show some of these. Like, we have to yeah. show some of these films. I've got to watch them again. I know other people. And you're, I love too. the fact that Tower, we, we talked last week about how we love, uh, growing up in the 80s and 90s in Oklahoma City and the Tower Theater just kind of falling, 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 falling. To see it back in all its glory and showing the cult classics that I think belong there. That's exactly what this is about. So when you pick in these cult classics, uh, Blade Runner, Iron Giant, Holy Grail, Big Trouble in Little China, those are movies, you're right, that at some point either you watched it on TV at a certain point or you watched it in the theater and went, this was, this, this, I'm, I want to be a part of this, whatever that is. And, and it's really drawn us, in, drawn us in, whether it's Iron Giant when, when you're a young person and having to deal with things you're going on, going through, um, Big Trouble in Little China, oh my gosh. Uh, That's just saw that good in, fun. Saw, saw that in the That's theater just and just yes, went, is. this is... Kurt Russell's hair. I know. The, the mullet. Oh, the mullet man just... Ah, no one. The over-the-top no villain like that in that man. movie. Which is so oh. funny because Kurt Russell, when he did when they did the Guardians of the Galaxy 2... And they flash back to him in the the, oh, the yeah. early '80s, oh, and I'm like, yeah. that's not what he looked like, because they've got him in this yeah. nice. I know Hoff, he has Hasselhoff this like quaffed. Yeah, and yeah, like, and you're like, no, nope. I want to, see, I want to see the, the party, mullet, man. Yeah, party in the back, business in the yeah. front. That's funny. I like that. That it's just like your CGI is not good enough. Why, <laughs> didn't, <laughs> why didn't you just use footage We're from Big Trouble in Little China? Have him wearing the 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 shirt, the jumpsuit, even what? Yeah, ego as Jack Burton. Is a whole new. <laughs> oh, I gotta that's go watch a whole Guardian new read. Again. Sorry, I gotta. Man. Well, it's either that or Captain Ron. Well, that's so. what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> Ego is Captain Ron, I think, would be also. I have this really great friend who every Halloween chooses a different Kurt Russell character. <laughs> and he's done this for like a decade now. And he did Captain Ron last last year like i mean That's he's been movie. he's been the one oh. for, he been kurt russell and overboard snake blitz yeah yeah, All yeah. Of them, i mean there's so many jewels <laughs> I loved overboard. and he's one of the most <laughs> crazy people i know and i just every time i think of kurt russell i think of my friend hi frank curtis and his like his joy in Kurt Russell is part of my joy. It is. Yeah. I would, I, I, that's my I, friend Frank dressed up as Kurt Russell is a, a thing of beauty. Yeah. If Kurt Russell had appeared in a spaceship and said, I'm your father, I'm like, 
Done. So good. <laughs> I'm my dad's High still alive and I love him very much, but dude, this is right. Kurt Russell. You're the best. <laughs> <laughs> I, have I, don't have I got a better offer. I, uh, <laughs> you and Goldie Hawn are the best. I'm sorry. Both my real dad and David Hasselhoff, I believe that uh, <laughs> this unexpected walk in, I've got a better offer. As you right. Said, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just going to have to go with it. But it's, yeah. I, I, and he's amazing. I just, I love Kurt Russell. And I, and, and I love. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China for so many, so many reasons. It is such an 80s movie. Um, but it's actually, when when you talk about some of the treatment of women. Weirdly in, I think, subversive. And, but yes. it's also, it's also subversive. There's the, I think the treatment of, uh, the, the treatment of people in that is a lot better than most of your 80s stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the people, um, the, the Asian culture, I think is treated with a lot more respect than a and lot of the shows at that time. And actually cast Asians? Yes. Um, I think uh, even your your female characters, uh, for for example, um, Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall's character is not uh, she's not an idiot. She's not a born yesterday type of woman. She's a journalist. Um, she's a lawyer. She's a lawyer. I'm trying to think. I'm thinking of her other the friend other who's also girl, a journalist. The other woman um, is actually a Margot, um, actually. who is sadly useless, is a journalist. I was gonna say one of yes. like most poorly portrayed characters in that is the white hero. Yes, yeah. he's, he's, he's kind of the idiot of the whole. Idiot. Movie. He's, <laughs> and, and, and he's the sidekick. Yeah. Yeah. Really like, uh, he doesn't know Wang it. Is the but actual he is. hero? Well, here's here's yeah. here's my thought: is that actually Kurt Russell is us? Because we would be walking into that exact same. We don't know the Asian culture. We don't yeah. know anything. We have no idea what's going on. That would be our reaction to what. What is happening? What is that? That makes no sense at all. Why are we in the sewer? Yes. <laughs> I'm a reasonable guy, but I've just seen some very unreasonable. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then eventually, and still trying to be tough well, and, and trying to be so the, that, the, the like, dude. macho dude that's yeah. like, I got this. Yeah. You know, and he doesn't. He no. fundamentally doesn't. doesn't. And yeah. that's one of the joys of that movie is, is his, I mean, there's so many, but the portrayal of the... Yeah, no, the ostensible yeah. Caucasian hero right. who is Subverted. at best the bumbling sidekick. Yeah. Right. Yes. And, at and, worst, unconscious. And yeah. everybody's like, shh, don't tell him. Yeah, and he still <laughs> walks out the other side Yo. totally thinking he was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he always he walks away going, nailed it. He rolled out of there with a check and no Gracie Law and was I still know. like, I'm a big winner here. <laughs> this is fine. Yeah. Now, yeah. the, the only the only disappointing part of that whole movie was the actual treatment of the um, the thunder and lightning, and I think that they they could have been done so much better. I would have enjoyed that much more. But technology and special effects say, were only but. so much you could do. Yeah, and so they, you know, but that was that was probably my only disappointing. But I think if if you were to remake it in some way, you could you could add maybe that don't into, do that though. Yeah, I know but that's actually on the books. There was now there They're was there was a um, a comic book series did anyone read the comic book series uh, i read read it for about 20 issues and it was hilarious because he gets stuck in a deep freeze and so he appears in modern day uh modern it's right. and it's modern yeah. but but he's still the 80s mullet it's still jack, jack burton, burton. <laughs> um in in like 2012 2013 and it's it's actually quite funny but um anyway Iron Giant. We're gonna, yeah, we'll talk. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna, we'll talk more. We're about talking about this whole thing, about the whole package, right? right? Yeah. Because because um, every single one of these movies chosen is an amazing choice, but for completely different yes. reasons, right? Yes. Like yeah. it's just a different facet of all this stuff. Like I I can't mention Blade Runner without winding up in a big philosophical, I personally, in a big philosophical discussion about what it means to be a person. Right. Iron Giant. Huge emotional. Huge emotional yeah. impact. 
uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Well, you know, this is what happens when you have <laughs> big, you know, fairly big directors make interesting choices. Right. You know, fa- what? And it's no, a good time. I, I'm thinking of the link you sent, the, the, oh, yeah. the, the oral history. The oral history. And the conversation between John Carpenter. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, just, yeah. I just inhaled because I was thinking of John Carpenter. And one, he's a freaking delight. Yes. And two, just his, yeah, his his really, be- his deep belief that it was going to be Temple of Doom. Yeah, this is going to be know. huge. This yeah. is going to be huge. Yeah, oh, so big. Any of this. Uh, oh, Inter- Entertainment Weekly did an oral history of Big Trouble in Little China. We'll yeah. we'll talk more. It's, yeah, yeah in, we'll get in there. our panel, like that's kind of some cool, of the stuff cool. we want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, sorry, spoilers. But he does like a big. But it's great. It's an oral history. And like they really just go talk to all insightful. the people involved, and everybody really expected this it thing to, to blow up a blockbuster. And John Carpenter was coming off of the thing. He's coming yeah. off of like some big wins, and into Big Trouble in Little China. Although I think it's also really telling. That the commentary I have uh, on the DVD. I want to borrow that. They stopped talking about the movie. BTS. It's it's a Kurt Russell and, and John Carpenter, and they stopped talking about the movie within ten or fifteen minutes. Really, and just catch up the rest of the time. Oh, and now I really want to borrow <laughs> and, that. And it's kind of amazing. <laughs> yeah, right? like it's kind of. So great. how you been? Yeah, yeah, yeah. House Goldie, so good. Yeah, yeah I mean, that, it's that kind of thing because because they loved this movie, but they're also like we kind of left it on the field, right? Like, yeah. what are we going to say about this thing? And it just turns into two guys who obviously really like each other oh, reconnecting. That's just darling. Anyway, and, okay. and I mean, I think there's a thing. Again, like an unexpected emotional resonance to this movie where it's like, yeah, we just expected the thing. And then you have, um, uh, you know, Monty Python's Holy Grail, which comes along and is the number one derailer of Dungeons and Dragons games oh, yeah. since the day that it was shown. It's, 100%. it's you know? the ending of every campaign. Like it starts out, we are going on We're this very quest. serious. And then, it's, and then it all just turns then, then we all get arrested by police. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, each one of these rabbit. is just this really fascinating. Like there's a reason that... Uh, there's lots of nostalgia that can eat its own tail and ruin a thing. Sure. I'm kind of looking at you, superhero comics, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but but there's reasons that we do these things, and and to get these incredibly different emotional resonances from each one of these picks is a testament yeah. to why this Ready Player One thing's going to work out. You know? There's also Cultural something, currency. and yeah, there's also something about uh, nostalgia is great. It's wonderful to be able to sit in your own house and watch a DVD of something that you loved as a child or whatever. There is something more to be said about gathering together with mm-hmm. fellow people yep. and seeing yeah. it in a theater mode. And because you're now no longer just sitting on a sofa watching it all by yourself or with your significant other, you are watching it with a group of people, people who yeah. feel the same way that you do about this movie. And how wonderful is that? That, that that's what that's what we're getting to do with the tower theater or they feel it to a point that i feel like a candle next to the sun hello nikki like i just <laughs> right. I, I, right. I like iron giant but like, damn i really liked it it had been diesel in I, it i thought it was cool but holy the, crap let me tell you all these things i have yeah. a superman connection neat and yeah, oh no right. nikki had her whole life yeah never yeah, mind so. yeah that's yeah. great no yes I, I, so yes. what are we what are we missing from uh uh what else is going on with um the iron giant or ready player march in general well i'm just going to continue right off of what michael was just saying because there's an additional element to this that i mean in the back of my head as we've been working on tower and our vision for it and everything we every decision we've made about how things would work there and operate we had this idea of of where we wanted to go but what i didn't expect with movies in particular was 
the best example I keep using this one is that we showed Last Dragon recently during yes. Black History Month, which I kind of put in the league of Big Trouble in Little China in yes. my mind. Like it was one of those weird movies that I would often talk to other people about, and they'd be like, "I've, what do you mean, Black Bruce Lee with glowing fists? Yeah. What?" And I was like, "Oh, fine, whatever. You don't know." And it just sat in the back <laughs> of my mind. Same thing with Big Trouble in Little China until you know I started finding other you people. Find your people. Yeah. yeah, yes. Um, but when you see these movies in the tower specifically especially the way we've done it in the balcony and it's just a little more open it's it, we're a little less polished honestly because mm -hmm. it's a very small group of people running this thing right now so it's like the same six of us all the time um there's more like 12 but for movies it's about the same six anyway the energy level comes out like in a way that i didn't anticipate in fact mm -hmm. recently some of the dead center folks came to a screening of uh, the disaster artist and they walk out of it and sarah the programmer was just like this makes me feel like I'm at a film festival. Yeah. It doesn't make me feel every like I'm time. in a film. Every it, single in, time. In a movie yeah. theater, it makes mm -hmm. me feel like I'm at a film festival because I'm not saying go and be loud or be on your phone or all that stuff, but like I don't have the manpower right now to like send ushers through the building with flashlights and be like, turn your phone down and we stop talking. Like people were quoting the movie and people <laughs> were dressing up and people were making like responses to jokes and different things like that. At no time was it a distraction. In mm -hmm. fact, it just made me go, Oh, the, the, these are more of my people. These are right. right. People. Correct. Right. So, right. so, like, that's something that's really exciting me about Ready Player March. And even with, like, our Coen Brothers thing we're doing, or we did last two weekends ago, uh, time is relative when you're on a podcast. Thank you. But um, <laughs> it, anything we can do at Tower that, because, like, I'm going to show The Big Lebowski. I have, I have yeah. an independent, like, second string movie theater. I'm going to show that. Right. Yes, you are. That's not a... That's not a thing. So I can either show Must it have and the dude. Uh, right. it really ties <laughs> so I can show together. something like that and people can look at it like, oh, of course they're showing Big Lebowski. But if I show it and I put a Cohen film fest around it and I can go and get, you know, our buddy Dusty from Tree and Leaf to do these amazing hand-drawn, hand-screen printed posters. And then we open like a little happy hour lounge. We get some inflatable bowling pins and some rugs <laughs> and serve white Russian, Caucasians, whatever you want to call them. And and, and then get Big Truck Tacos to sponsor it. Now they're dead, a Lebowski burrito across the street. What I hope that conveys is that, not only will we show it by default, sure, but I'm also showing it because I love this movie and I love yeah, the Cullen Brothers. It's almost like a, a mini convention. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly and it's the same thing with Ready Player like. March. Like anytime we can wrap sure. the thing that's, that's like, really good. we're not just, you know, I'm not showing uh, Blade Runner because Blade Runner 2049 came out. Right. I'm showing it because I love Blade Runner and I have a, state-of-the-art 4k cinema like and it just had this awesome new 4k recut re-release of course i'm going to show it but yes let me f go find caleb or and then let me go find harold to talk to them let me find yeah. you guys to talk about this stuff and let you tell your stories and get everybody to connect and then they'll all walk out of that movie and go and then stay for your discussion and go oh my gosh like i had no idea somebody like nikki was over here who like I don't, I don't, I don't, I wonder where you would be in your life if you didn't, <laughs> you didn't have yeah. I am Giant. Yeah. 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 Yes. And she's on the panel. I'll just clear the panel. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's on there now. Okay. So, so, so and I, Ryan case. Winkler are going to bring the house down. Sales, yeah. sales yeah. job complete. Not a dry eye. Like I, was like I, can't, I can't not have her on. I already had this. my sure. coffee and we all know coffee's for We're getting closers, to the point where so. I'm like rethinking <laughs> my South by trip because I want to now see this panel. Right, now yeah. I just want to be a part of it. And so that's, live streaming these panels. I definitely want to encourage that right now is like if you come to one of these screenings, please stay for this panel and listen yeah. to people. It like is, it's about them that. Them talk to this stuff. Stay through the whole thing. 
we will find ways to reward you for staying through the whole thing. Yeah. And it's right, yeah. emphasis on it's staying through the whole thing. This yeah. is the reward. Right. Because I, I think about it, to no, another pop culture kind of nerdy thing to talk about are post credit scenes, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, I look yes. at, I get a little bit of flack from my girlfriend when we stick around. Like, I honestly, she made me leave Black Panther the <gasps> second credit rolls okay. hit. I was, I was just like, okay. <clears throat> it was late. We had been working a lot and I just let it happen and... I have been avoiding any reference. To that I was amazed I'm, by the number of new people who walked out of Blade Runner. Uh, I mean, Blade. I'm sorry Black about a Black Panther, Panther. and I'm, we're, and my wife and I are just going. Where are they going? But I also look at it like when the credits scroll, like and they're long and drawn out. But you look at how many names are on there. Like yeah. it's the least I can do if I really love that movie to just. I think Let it was the best idea ever for by. Marvel because I'm sitting there watching it and I'm thinking that with watching the names yeah. and I'm like. We never see these names. And how yeah. wonderful is it that Marvel has basically said, no, you're going to sit. And We're you might not see, you're not going to read every one of them no. because you're but at this you time, might, you're all turning on your phone. jump out at But you. you're looking up there Just and you saying. are at least respecting these names it's the moment of walking silence for by. these people right. yeah, yeah. yeah that's good um, to say i was just I like blown that. away by your work and you also like 10 also years just on. kind of maybe a reality moment when you realize how, how many, many people it took to make yeah. this two and a half hour thing yes. that you just sat and watched and spent you know six seven bucks for and understand a little more yeah why it cost you seven yeah. to fifteen dollars depending yeah. on the time and, and space that you're seeing it in but so yes i, I appreciate that too but anyway. and then they reward you with these awesome post-credit right. scenes so they like were saying come to these screenings stay around for the panels listen to these people's stories and talk to them mm -hmm. and, and hear i mean hopefully you stood stood stuck or stuck Stuck, stuck stayed around for <laughs> for Caleb's panel and you listen to KW yeah. Jeter uh, again time is relative so I'm going to assume that that's amazing or was amazing dude um, yeah. <laughs> there's so many reasons it that's so gonna, great yeah, how can it not be yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. how can it not be and, and also you get to talk with people that are that are there who also enjoy the movie uh, not only just the people on the panel but you're surrounded by people in your audience that are also enjoying that have also enjoyed Iron Giant yeah. for some reason. Maybe it's their first time. Maybe it's their fiftieth time, and it was something they grew up to. But you're around your your people. Yeah. I love that I mean, idea. And so I encourage you to stick around, go see Iron Giant, stick around, listen to Brian and Nikki <laughs> and Harold and whoever else he gets talk about Iron Giant mm -hmm. and the significance of it, and then stick around and talk about more of your favorite robot movies. There's a lot of awesome sure. giant robot movies. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. There's Pacific Rim, and yeah. there's a lot of cool things Voltron. in that. Voltron. Transformers. There's Transformers. Transformers. The movie. Movies, like, not the movies. The cartoon. Who knows? Oh, the cartoon. Uh, he meant the, the cartoon meant the movie. Cartoon movie. <laughs> yes. Transformers. Now, the movie. 1986. Right. That's where, one. Where, <laughs> where was that? Where was, was uh, his name? Dies. Where? 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 Spoiler um, alert. Oh, this is really quick. Cool. We actually say spoiler. That's so that Optimus Prime dies, and uh, and they actually had to. They changed Did the you know cartoon. They, they changed the cartoon in 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 when when that came out. That they jumped forward they in the future. Optimus Prime did that became so they could do a new line of toys. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? It still broke my tiny heart. I know. Yeah. I was gonna say, I'm That's still not saying. okay. My but dad has taken me, like as a kid, to a tiny handful of movies, and Transformers was one of them. Oh my and gosh! And as we're coming out, and I'm just a snotty, sobbing <laughs> mess. He's like, "What the hell was I thinking? Like, maybe that was why he hardly took me to anymore." Right. Now that I think <laughs> That's about why it. my mother never took me to anything after Pinocchio for a long time. I, may I ruin flipped that. my lid. <laughs> I left, I and she had to like take me out of the theater. But yes. Yes. Yeah, when, when my father took me com. to Hellraiser, it was the same thing. <laughs> 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 <God>. <laughs>
Dude, when the guy peels up his face, I was just not okay for when, when Pinhead came out and I just, it just broke me up. Oh my gosh. Okay, okay. I, I have a quick story. It's a tangent. So I have this friend at work. His name's Sahib. Hi, Sahib. He's from Iraq and he's just discovered horror movies. Oh, Lord. And he's watched Saw, all the Saw movies and all the Purge movies. That's, that's and so torture I, porn. It, and of course, you, if you guys know me... I'm the worst person to ask for recommendations for horror movies because I do not watch them. Mm -hmm. And so he asks me, what would you do if you had one day to do whatever you want? I was like, I wouldn't pay taxes and I'd probably just go hide in my closet. I'd eat ice cream. For and I'd probably, still ice, I'd probably steal a few things. Like yeah, ice cream. Like food, <laughs> I, food I can't afford. Food that I normally can afford. Yeah. I'd probably break into Victoria's Secrets because, you know, bras are expensive. And right? like, then I'd go home. Yeah. Like, you know. That is so legit. Like, <laughs> that was my thinking when someone explained the premise of The Purge to me. It's like, one day you can do whatever you want. I'm like, I don't have to go to work. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I'm not, not going to Awesome. Like, Aim high, like, gang. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I can catch up on my Netflix shows? Your, yeah. Your, yeah, your go-to is kill people? <laughs> what the heck do you do for fun in the real world? Yeah, I just don't understand it. And so, like, he, tried, then, to, he tried to get me to philosophically, like... Talk about these Engage movies. the purge. Yeah, Engage still about, yeah. I'm like, yeah, no. I would take a nap. Like, <laughs> it's like that's what I'm saying. We'd have to go to work for the rest of the day. Yes. I'd have to yeah, work overnight. It's, it's, it's so, it's like, I would miss the, the prime purge time. In, in, <laughs> in, 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 defense, in defense and perhaps in protection of our... Of, of our culture maybe steer him a little towards like the more thoughtful horror rather well, than I, was like, porn. I, I told him like the jason that was yeah. uh, like like, like, like 80s. that was well no no like the one that was directed by rob zombie because that oh, actually has a lot of really halloween? good no 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 i forget what it's called it's halloween, jason it's halloween. or something like that Is it it's halloween? halloween it's a shot for shot remake made by yeah. rob zombie and yeah it's oh. fantastic, it's fantastic. like mcdowell is and it has a lot of good like like criminal minds and he's and, and the guy that plays michael myers is hilarious what oh happened gosh, sorry <laughs> sorry <laughs> sherry means zombie she just distracts me oh okay that's it that's nice. all so, i have house of a else. thousand confusions i yes. i'm not we're not even i nice. went no you <laughs> proud of yourself for that, that one. was a little that bit <laughs> I gotta know. We're gonna we're, the the holy grail that we're gonna be doing is is everybody's allowed to shout out the yeah. quote the lines. Or the, have yeah. you guys ever thought about Listen, doing? They better be ready for that at Big Trouble. Well, oh time. God, yeah, oh, yeah. that's <laughs> really should. Jack Burton. And I'll be like I like I said earlier. I expect all of these. I mean, outside of maybe like Blade Runner because that's very that's <laughs> weird. Quiet. That yeah. would be of weird. course it's artificial. Yeah, wake up, time to die. But like <laughs> the only one Iron Giant. Good evening, Jeff. Like Nikki pointed, Iron Giant. There's so many quotable yeah. points in that it's movie, art. and most of it's Vin Diesel, because seems that's just like every, it seems like yeah. lately, especially every movie he's in. Harold and I were joking about this the other day. It was like <laughs> family, like <laughs> family. We talked about. I, that's I was his like, whole now I want to do. A, I want to do a new like yeah. supercut of Iron Giant and just replace it with Vin Diesel dialogue from other movies <laughs> every time the giant speaks. Oh my god. You two people fantastic. out there, this must Get happen. Get on this. Culminating with, I am Groot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't or know why the Iron Giant isn't living Groot. his life yes. a quarter mile at I was just yeah, thinking exactly. that quote. Why is he not? <laughs> oh, Hilarious. I oh, want that. that. Was, okay. I'm yeah, on board I, with this thing. Wait, what is, okay, so, <laughs> so after you wrap up your... Kickstarter. Seriously. Let's kickstart this in the... And the so other one. one of the things me and my sister, of course, my sister's two years older than me. So she went through the same stuff I went through at the same time. And 
Iron Giant was there. And so we would quote Iron Giant all the time. And there's the part where, like, the Iron Giant does the, the cannonball into the pond. Oh, yeah. And then, like, Dean just floats into the road. And the guy's Spoilers. like... Spoilers. And the, guy, and, the, and the farmer's <laughs> like, you're in the middle of the road. He's like, yeah. And he's like, do you know you're in the middle? Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then so, <laughs> so like anytime my sister like blatantly obviously is telling me I'm doing something stupid, I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> one syllable. My, my no, that's awesome. Like one syllable yeah. is this whole touchstone to this yeah. film. Mm-hmm. And it worked. Yeah, yeah. People that know, they know. Iconic. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and, you, and she'll be like, All right. And then just <laughs> go. See, my sister so, and I just always quoted Breakfast Club and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. so yes, the, house, the Monty yeah. Python is totally a quote along, but I, I suspect most of them to be. But my yeah. question is, have you, got, have you guys ever thought about doing uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show? Yes. Uh, we. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, again, that's I, I was one just of those thinking about the like, other day that I haven't seen that. It's terrible. I will. Yes. Well, I, 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 you know, I played Brad for like I know two you years did, at, I think at the I AMC on Memorial. To, I probably saw you. You come to our of, podcast and we pitch you our appearances <laughs> on other things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I played How about Brad. about that? Yeah. Well, no, it's fine. We we were very close to. Yeah, but uh, no one wants to see that now. Very close to Rocky Horror this year. We were just so. Our cinema systems didn't get installed really until the right yeah. at the end of October. And so we were kind of. It's really a Halloween type show. It is a Halloween yeah. type show. And then that's more of a main room thing for us anyways. Like so many people want to come to that. But all of that to say, we literally had it dated, figured out. We had sponsors on board. It was going to be awesome. Uh, the Gazette was on board. Lyric Theater was on board. Yeah. Dead Setter was on board. And we were everything. And it was all came down to me getting the license from Fox. And they basically were like, no. Uh, it's playing everywhere already. Like you're way too like late to this game. Money. Oh, do you think? Do you think it might be able to set it up for this October? It's possible. I've actually got that. Also, like told me it was like everybody shows and does these right. things, but no like, one in Oklahoma. Oh no, there's there was a. I mean, there was a couple of like AMC screenings, mm-hmm. um, and it's a little off the beaten path. But the Boom yeah. is a club mm-hmm. off of. Uh, oh, were they showing it? They oh. do. They do literally they do like two hundred instances of it oh from maybe like, okay like um, september through yeah like and actually yeah, lyric has done it a lot in the past they've uh-huh. stopped the last few years they've done some different programming but they kind of cycle it back in every mm-hmm. few years so i was just like okay maybe that but maybe it's the picture show not the rocky horse show yes picture show it is the actual movie because yes because uh, the, the the rocky horse show is not quite as good yeah, as no, I the think movie lyric, i think I mean, lyric does the show no, it's wow. a, not as not as bad as the <laughs> I movie. Was that's like, what i'm that's what I'm, their whole point of the movie, the, movie. Is, lyric, the movie is that being lyric, <laughs> yeah lyric does the show i think but, and yeah then the, the boom does picture show yeah. but it's like this really hyped up version of it too because like, the boom yeah. does and, and i, I yeah. which Large yeah i think that and also of course last uh october i think they had were just they had just done it on fox was that when when fox had done that live showing yeah that was horrible yeah yeah um yeah i really feel i didn't want yeah. I saw it. I didn't care to. Uh, it's definitely something that's still on the radar, but I've got another. Uh, somebody came to me with a different idea of something kind of interactive like that about a film that's really significant. And like, I'm not going to tell you what it is because <gasps> sure. working on it. It's not my project. And so someone's working on this. They just kind of pitched it to me. I was going to say, there are many shows that you could actually This one's not... real, real strong too. Like, and it would be unique. And I like that's drawing my attention a little bit mm-hmm. more than, again, Rocky Horror is like a course we could show rocky horror like we'd want to do it our way yeah. and take some time so if we end up going that w- route we'll try to make it as unique as possible but this was like 
ooh, I really like this. I yeah. really like it. Very significant. So I think and there's I'm some great cult classics you could have you could have a lot of fun with uh, yeah. the, to doing that. Um, of course, you know the the Rocky Horror Picture Show used to show at Will Rogers Theater mm. uh, back in the '70s until it moved up to the AMC on uh, in on Penn and Memorial, which of course the AMC on Penn and Memorial no longer exists. Mm. So it's it you know. It, and I, I saw, I think once at Norman, like Sooner Theater had yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think actually there's a lot of cult classics you could really have fun with, um, especially around the Halloween time that are not necessarily scary, but maybe fun, yeah. scary kind of, you know. Uh, yeah, like this the, thing's not really scary or anything Halloween related, um, but it it is going to, uh, the uh, lady who's working on it is like writing a script for some dramatic live acted stuff. There's a band that has to be involved for this wow. particular film that she's got put together. So, like, it's this really cool, like, you would walk in and, a, you know, a pseudo Ready Player One, she would almost try to be immersed a little bit in mm-hmm. in yeah. the film itself. And then the live people acting some of it and the band playing the music versus hearing it off the screen would be like, oh, I'm kind of inside this thing. That's awesome. That'd be great. Yeah. I think there's a significant, like, nightclub presence in this film. Actually, I haven't seen it. It's one of those, like, yeah. if I told you I hadn't seen it, y'all would probably be like, what the? Oh, Wrong trust me, I understand. You, yeah, it's got a and there's there are there are many lists on that list that I still have not seen, but but yeah, but yeah, I I think that's great. I think let us know when you guys yeah we're getting there. and I've got a couple other crazy ideas like that. I I love the idea of taking something and then breaking it out into you know almost like a 4D viewing of right. like yeah, oh this yeah. this film had a really awesome soundtrack like for example something like Drive like how awesome it would be to have Drive and just every single song was performed live yeah. Uh, not what? that that's what That'd I'm working on. What? Yeah. That, that would be, be dope, no, or actually. Something awesome. along those lines. Um, you exactly. have my attention. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you officially do. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think that's great. Um, so, uh, boy, I just, I, I'm really looking forward. I'm looking forward to, to Ready Player One. I'm looking forward to uh, Iron Giant. Uh, of course, I'm looking forward to our panel doing <laughs> Trouble in Little China, too. Um, anything else anyone wants to add? Yeah, I want to know about Go Harold's podcast. <laughs> Hey. Yeah, I do too. Hey, Harold. Hey, Harold. Hey, Harold. Tell us about Tunes Tunes. <laughs> and it's T-O-O-N-S, T-U-N-E-S. Yeah, it's Tunes Tunes. It's the other way around. T-U-N-E-S. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, you spelled them right, though. Yeah, you did. Just the wrong order, but it's okay. Tunes is in music first, and then Tunes is in cartoons. Yeah, so it was just an idea that I had. You know, I had so many friends, you know, that were in all these different walks of life. And, you know, the common thread was we all liked anime in some form or fashion. Um, maybe one of us only likes one show and it was like his one thing and maybe some of us are a little bit more into it. Um, but I just kept finding like that commonality with like so many people that I knew just around the city. Um, Me and Harold bonded over Saint Seiyu and Ronin Warriors. Yeah, at your uh, <laughs> nice. Midnight Toast. Yes, yeah. at the Midnight Toast. Yeah. And so it's just like one of those things like I keep finding it and keep running into people that are into it. And so, um, you know, that was just kind of the... Uh, the uh, the start of it for me is I wanted to get all these people together, showcase what they're working on. You know, a lot of these people are very talented people. They work on, you know, I've had artists, uh, writers, uh, musicians, you know, just, and yeah. but our common thread is that we all, you know, enjoy the same thing. Yeah. And, um, and it's kind of the duality of, you know, music and anime because th- those two things growing up for whatever reason kind of had carried the stigmas. Like if you liked a certain mm-hmm. kind of music, mm-hmm. you're kind of looked at weird. And mm-hmm. if you liked anime, you're definitely the weird kid. Yeah, you yeah. are definitely the. But weird now kid. it's like so accepted and so commonplace that it's almost like we a could little almost bit. Be mad at it. Yeah, it's like yeah. almost weird when you don't like at least one show or something. Mm-hmm. Like well, that. that's the thing with anime. Like if you haven't watched anime, 
you haven't, or if you don't like anime, you haven't found one that, that right. you like. Oh, yeah. Because there, there's so many genres. It's like it. saying you don't like movies. Yeah. Well, it is. And it, I think that's where people get lost, is they yeah, think they anime think is one, one thing. Yeah. Thing. yeah. And it's not. They, it is, they have a siloed thing. perception of what they think right. it is. Exactly. That's a very good metaphor for that. Because I totally <laughs> dig. Uh, uh, Akira, for example, oh, yeah. but but there are other Staple. animes that I also go. Eh, I just that doesn't so do it for man, me, and yeah. it's okay. Um, so it, the Shut beauty, of it, it's, <laughs> but the the entire was, genre yeah. itself, I just absolutely love. Even stuff that I don't really care for, to I'm still totally enamored by anime. I think it's phenomenal. I love. And if the you ways. don't like Miyazaki movies, you're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Like some kind of fraggle. Because yeah, some kind of fraggle. fraggle. <laughs> you know, who doesn't yeah, like fraggle. Miyazaki movies? Full Fraggles. Fraggles. Yeah. <laughs> fraggles. I, I am, I am fascinated and I'm like. Build um, the wall against Fraggles. Uh, dude. Jesus. Dude, sorry. I'm like so. In, sorry, I'm so into this now. Like now I'm really curious. Like it was like the Jeremy Renner thing the other day when you, when you, you know, told me a thing and then I had to go do a deep dive and was like. I'm very sorry about that. And then you made Jeremy me. And then you made Jeremy me Renner's not a good guy. Super God. <laughs> oh, really? And I was like, oh. In at least one very specific instance. It's huh. not important. I don't it's like Hawkeye. That's the bottom on. line. Okay. Hawkeye. I love him. Anyway. <laughs> But it's Joshua has this unique ability to make me jump down a rabbit hole pretty quickly. He, Human I, Wikipedia, he, and not just you, Devin. I think it's it's a whole bunch of. He'll tweet out something, and I'll go right, and I'm curious, and I'm <laughs> I'm immediately fascinated, like or it's something I just don't know anything about. Like, tell me more, and can I subscribe to your newsletter? Monsters, <laughs> right? And that's why I listen to his other podcasts. Yes. But yeah, but it's always a I'm weird right, little book. detail. Fraggles, cold fraggles, moral monsters. monsters. Yeah, and now I'm like, I gotta find out about this thing. Luckily, I have an hour drive ahead of me. I'm you, just, there you go, yes. Just use up all my data. It won't take you an hour. Darn. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, I'm and, sorry. and people can find that That's on uh, on your, your tunes, tunes on. Yeah, uh, we're on uh, so on social media. You can find us uh, Instagram, Twitter. They're Facebook. tagged in our post. Yeah. that yep. I just. And posted. so it's it's T U N E S slash T O O N S podcast. And SoundCloud and Stitcher and, then, and iTunes. Uh, yeah, iTunes, Google Play. There you go. Yeah. All the cool kids. You're all, all over the internet. Trying That's what to you're saying. Yeah. Trying. Oh, how, how, how long have you guys been doing? How uh not quite a year. Yeah, you know? There you go. Sorry, you haven't been still puppies. No idea. Still still puppies <laughs> in the yeah, in the podcast world. It's fun. Once you start to reach, you know, episodes 128, 129, you're like, Yeah, that's how crazy. the hell have we been doing this for this long? I think I'm only like I've the last episode, like the serialized episodes maybe was 12 see but yes. i've done like some shorts and some <laughs> uh well i like to do panels and so i don't serialize those and so we'll just do like a dragon ball z discussion and yeah. go into deep dives on the certain shows and i'll have like past guests on and we'll just <laughs> like hash out those shows so. your digimon versus pokemon was fascinating to me since i am just old enough to have missed caring about both things right? <laughs> and so the idea right. that these people would show up like in a just ready to just, just throw down. Just and, like warriors come out and play. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he was. He came, right. he came with no, like, we were all just kind of talking casually about it. Yes. And, uh, and Caleb's like, uh, let me see here. Uh, <laughs> in like, Masters, 1997. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like Masters, period. It's fantastic. Like, he comes prepared. Oh, yeah, his last name's appropriate. It, it is true. Masters, it is yeah. so Masters true. everything. Um, have you done Naruto? Did no, I, miss I that haven't. One? No, I haven't uh, done like a panel I, on I it yet. It Several of my guests on. have said. Yeah. Just like curious it. because that was mine that I I I had minored in Japanese and I had just graduated college and I was sick of like just did not want to hear Japanese really. <laughs> <laughs> and my boyfriend was super into anime and so it was always on and he kind of forced 
like not force me, but like Naruto was the one Nar- that he was Nar- like Naruto. 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 If you Naruto. love me, you'll sit down. <laughs> yeah, he really show. was kind of that that kind of a d bag. So yes. Um, oh, but I, mean, I think you get to play that card once. Yeah. Well, no, I agree. The opposite but, way. I had to be married to my wife ten years before I let her read my favorite novel because I was afraid she would hate it and I needed to be too deep to come out. <laughs> there, had, there had to be a child involved in everything. <laughs> well, now I want to know what novel. The Big Sleep. Oh, nice. oh yeah, yeah. But okay, it just, I, thought, I just, I, thought I needed, that was your I favorite. needed it to be. I needed both but of us to move too to deep be, into this thing for that to break right, us. For that not to be the thing. <laughs> so ten years. Distraught. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but I, but I arrived at a curious place with that because I fell in love with that show, and it's the one I that, loved. Gara. It's the one that I. You're my fave. Like I did. Like identify with. It's it's my currency with anime because I'm not really deep in that game, but. I will. I did. I did invest. But you picked after two seasons of like this is silly. It's little kids, and then all of a sudden it gets really. It gets great. It gets real, real. And Sakura and Sakura and her and her pink hair. Anyway, oh gosh, she's so worthless for like. I know, and then all of a sudden she like. Anyway. So check Naruto out podcast. Yep. You guys yeah, are we're, we're, weirdly <laughs> eight hundred episodes later. You're still check watching. out tunes, tunes. Yeah. Seriously, it's true. Yeah, it sucks you in. Yeah, it does. Uh, oh, you're invested. Where, Stephen, where can people find you on the World Wide Web while you are actually sitting there trying to tweet out something? I guess no. I'm uh, tech. I've got some stuff going he on. He runs tower. some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, has, he runs some businesses and day jobs. Um, yeah. You can find me uh, Twitter, Instagram. I'm at Stephen Tyler with no E, so it's S T P H N T Y L R. The real creative. Stephen Tyler. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the tower. You can find us at. Tower Theater OKC. Theater is spelled the old school T H E A T R E. R E, yes. Uh, it's that Sounds way on way Twitter, be. Instagram, Facebook, uh, the webpage, towertheateroKC.com. Um, and there you can subscribe to our newsletter. Just scroll Look, I liked them on Facebook, so that's. I mean that is the that's a yes. millennial equivalent. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I have done my zillennial yeah. equivalent. Zillennial, the, yeah. Oh my god, that was good. Zillennial. That is. That I didn't make that up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, fantastic. And uh, that's going to do it for our show. You can find us on our website at okigeek.com. Also on Twitter and Facebook at okigeek podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. Devin, where can people find you on the World Wide Web? You can always find me on the Twitterverse at Weba. That's Whiskey Unicorn Victor Victor Alpha. And Nikki. You can find me at Retro Robinson on Twitter and also follow me on the Facebook page, okigeek podcast. Josh. At Joshua Unruh. Perfect. And I'm at KOSU Michael C. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast. Also rate us and leave a comment. The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, New World Comics, Speeding Bullet Comics, All-Star Comics, Amazing Action Comics, Loot and XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, and Commonplace Books with more locations coming soon. You can find out more at okiecomics.com. So until next time, along with Harold and Stephen, I'm Michael Cross. I'm Devin Green. I'm Nikki Robinson. And I'm Joshua Unruh. Reminding you to keep calm and geek on.